what up what up welcome to when the hunt calls and i am your host cliff cadet now if this is your first time you know listening to the podcast i uh thank you and i uh welcome you all right um now if you guys didn't know you know what i'm saying about the podcast what it entails this is the breakdown all right uh me i am a new bow hunter all right and i am still in the process of learning everything i'd like to learn um and the um basically idea behind this podcast is that i want to interview people that i would like you guys to learn from as well as myself um so i try to bring on people that you know i got questions to ask things i want to know um and i also bring on people that i think that um you and i as new hunters should know you know what i'm saying so again thank you for joining us joining me if this is the first time you're listening and if you are a regular listener thank you for your support now i'm going to ask y'all for a quick favor um whatever platform you guys are listening to this podcast on um wherever the review section is located on that platform head on down hook a brother up with a five star rating and maybe an actual written review all right so as i am recording this i am taking a walk around the block you know in my hood um if you don't know my um my joint is pretty low tech all right so i like to record edit publish everything right from my phone um you know what it, it keeps a brother humble uh to be truthful um but it's also i don't got the bread to be spending on some podcast mics um podcast mix mixers and things like that so i uh keep it that way and hopefully you guys focus on the quality of the uh content the quality of the interview as opposed to the quality of the audio i figure hey if you're able to listen to the interview that's it that's all you need y'all all right so my guest today is trent cole now um if you are a big football fan you'll know trent cole as a you know highly successful uh football player um i'm a giants fan so i'm not gonna front i used to uh dislike him greatly when he played for the eagles uh but i didn't hold that him against him but now dude is you know uh he well he's always been a hunter so um you know he's got his own show on blitz tv he's doing his thing and um i came across him on social media instagram to be exact and um i found that i really liked his content and i really wanted to interview the brother so sit back relax and enjoy my conversation with trent cole all right ladies and gents uh on the line with me right now is uh mr trent cole um you guys know him as you know having a, a stellar nfl career but i'm going to uh you know chop it up with him and let him introduce my uh, introduce me introduce himself and uh and let you know what he's about oh uh, yeah i appreciate you having me cliff um like i said um you know you, we all share the same passion and it's always to to chop it up with the, the same kind you know same the same people who share the same passion and uh you know and you know 
hopefully what we talk about on here might help a lot of other people, you know, and, you know, in their adventures on and off. I mean, I mean, you know, hunting to whatever, you know, I hope it, it impacts. I and mean, this is why we do this stuff. This is why what you do, you're trying, you're out there trying to impact people. And, and I see that. And that's why I'm on here to help, uh, you know, and, and, and to help you with what you're doing. Thank you, man. I, I truly appreciate that. Now, um, here's the thing. All right. So most people, most people will know you from your NFL career, you know, as a defensive player, a great defensive player. And I, I you know, I got to put out there, you know, I was a giant. I am a Giants friend, an avid <laughs> Giants fan. So uh, prior to knowing, you know, what you're doing now, I had no clue. Like, I never really thought about what NFL players do Um you know, after their careers, mm -hmm. um, could you let me and my listeners know, like, pretty much what you've been up to since you retired? Uh, since I retired, um, yeah, um, I'm right now I'm I'm the host of a television show uh, on Sportsman Channel. Um, it's an outdoor show, um, has to do with uh, you know big game hunting all through North America, and uh, we're here to educate and share share our adventures with everybody. You know. Uh, people, you know, they live their hunts. They live from the hunts through the lens, through our lens, and we want to be be there to entertain and help uh, educate and help people um, be successful, like we are, you know. And um, also now I'm, uh, you know, I'm also a full time farmer. And, oh wow! Uh, All right. Yeah, here I'm a, I'm a full time farmer, and uh, you know, and I got other business endeavors that I do, and uh, also with uh, real estate as well, um, and. And there's a few things I picked up, but like I said, I'm keeping busy. The farm keeps me busy. And, uh, you know, I, when I retired, I wanted to retire enough to be able to come and do these things. You know, I didn't want to get there and get beat up uh, mm. to a point to where I, I couldn't, you know, keep moving. But I'm the type of guy who likes to keep moving. I'm very active um, and I want to be productive. And, I, you know, that's just my, that's just me. You know, I want to be productive every day I wake up. And that's why I wake up very, very early in the morning. I get the morning started very, very uh, early. And, um, yeah, and that's how I start my days off. Nice. Now, can I ask, is that something that's like, that's derived from maybe your work ethic or it's rolled over from your work ethic, you know, being a professional athlete, you know, probably having to get up early, practice, train and so on. And it's now translating, translating into these business ventures you're doing now. Yeah, you know, I, you know that, that's all part of it, man. You you get a lot, you take a lot away from, you know, you know being an athlete and then uh, and doing what I've done is you know wake up in the morning and um, you're going in there and you're you're exhausting your your mental state and your your body and you know I've been pretty much bred to work, you know, uh, and, and I've worked all my life and I worked hard. You know, I'm one of the guys that I feel like you know. I don't, I don't, I don't take handouts. I don't like taking handouts. And, um, and, and this is how it is. I think it's just cause my worth ethic, you know, that's what's built that worth ethic, you know, uh, coming and being an athlete. Nice. Uh, definitely something I think everybody, same page, everybody can get on and, and respect. So I'm curious because you're into farming, you're, you're a hunter is this something you grew up with? Like, um, is this something that was like farming, especially because I, I don't know many. I mean, I've, I've heard of many professional athletes going into or developing their own businesses, um, you know, post their careers and whatnot. But I've never heard of farming um, as something like that. How did you get into that? 
Um, that just comes from, you know, growing up. You know, I worked on farms when I was younger. And, uh, you know, when it came to college, I had to stop, you know, because college had to, you know, it took, took a lot of time away, you know. And, mm. and I, went to your, I went to the University of Cincinnati in Ohio. Um, I'm a Bearcat and a proud Bearcat. And uh, the reason why, why I went there, because I wanted to stay close to home. I love home. I mean, there was just no place like it, you know. Um, I was big and outdoors, very simple type person. And, uh, and that, that was one of the reasons why I stayed in Ohio. And, uh, you know, that's just, it, it, it's, it's, it's all where I came from, you know, and, and, I, and, you know, when you retire or like when you're in that stage, uh, mm-hmm. when you're playing ball and you're out there uh, and it's your job and, you know, you know that you got to make the right investments and stuff and you kind of got to look at what you know, what, what's, what's in, what you like and what you know and what you want to get into. And, uh, you know, I looked at the agriculture thing, ag- the agriculture stuff, uh, I mean, rim of things and then also i um with the television thing that's that's something with the television while i'm a host right now is because younger i used to watch espn and dick buckus and um you know then tom miranda and them guys when i was young and that that impacted me as a kid seeing them guys bow hunting you know uh, on on that on television and uh and that's what kind of sparked the the thing up of uh, you know starting a tv show up you know and that's what kind of like that's what it was. It was already in me, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that tells you it all starts from a young age. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, we got to do right by our kids, man, you know, and Agreed. what I'm telling you is it starts at a young age. Everything is taught. Okay. Mm-hmm. And everything that I know now and I was taught all this, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and this is one thing I wanted to share with you. See, now I can t- I could totally understand that. Me, I'm I'm getting um into bow hunting very late in, you know, in my life, but I'm hoping to my youngest son is 8 years old. He's showing a little bit of interest in it, you know what I'm saying? Cuz he spent that, you know, this these past 8 years of his life not knowing anything about hunting and then to now see, you know, that his dad is picking it up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping he'll he'll gradually, you know, become interested in it. If not, You know what I'm saying? Cool. But I'm hoping right now, um, while I do post a lot on social media and stuff like that, showing what I do, uh, more than anything else, I want to make sure I'm a a model, a role model or a model hunter for my son. So that way, if he decides to do it, it'll be like, this is how my dad did it. You know, he did it right. He did it ethically and and so on. And if you're going to do it, as anybody out there, if you're going to do it, paint the picture and paint it the right way. You know, saying paint the picture for them, you know, but make sure that when you're painting that picture, that it's going to be the right way that, you know, what I'm saying it's, it's got to be the right way. And uh, that's what you're doing. You're you're painting the picture. You're everything's taught at a young age. You're, you're putting it, you know, what I'm saying you're leading him down a, a great path. Like I told you before that I, I think hunting makes great people. Agreed. Agreed. Because I've definitely met a lot of great people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, through this sport. So I can only imagine, you know what I'm saying? I can only hope that this sport and, um, you know, my son getting into it will turn him into, uh, you know, a great uh, teenager and a great young man and, and so on from there. All right. So I want to get into um, 
I got the opportunity about uh, a year back. I heard you on, you know, another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're from Ohio, but you're now out east. You're not you're you're now pretty much just, you know, a stone's throw from me. You're in Jersey now. New Jersey, just so, yep. you know, for, for my listeners that don't know. Yep. Um what's what's that like for you in terms of hunting? Is I mean, I don't know if you I think we when we spoke um, you know, prior, you talked about having hunted in New York. Do you see a difference in hunting between the states, between New York and between Jersey? Or is it uh or do you hunt a lot more places other than the Northeast? Well, I hunt all over. Yeah, you know, right. I'm in North America. I mean, uh, I, I go to Canada to hunt. I mean Wow. Uh, yeah. So I'm 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 a big whitetail enthusiast. Um, I love okay. whitetails. Um, it's the, it's one of the most sought after animals uh, in the outdoor world, and like I said, it's it's very different. Um, you know, when you come from when you're hunting from New York, New Jersey, all the way to going to the Midwest. You know, more Midwest, you got your, a lot of your bigger bucks uh, when it comes to whitetails, and mm-hmm. um, because you know you got this, there's there's a lot of minerals in the soil there, and it's all it's, it, the soil has to do with a lot of it too as well. And also, especially especially with the uh, population of people as well, it's more spread it out in in, in them areas. So the the survival rate of a whitetail, you know, they have a chance to actually grow at large rates. Um, But, you know, you come to Jersey, New York, um, like I said, it's it's small, it's compacted, you know, and there's there's a lot of people that hunt. There's a lot of people to hunt. I mean, I couldn't believe the amount of people that hunt. Uh, on mm. the east coast i mean it's like a sportsman's paradise over here and mm. uh there's a lot of hunting to do and like i said it's different just the the the, the caliber of, of, of you know game is not like the midwest mm-hmm. but we do have good sized trophy deer and you can find them if you find them you find them but they're here they are big deer here um and like i said, it, I said new jersey new york offers a wide range of different things you can hunt you know then year round and uh, like I said, it's it's different. You know, you go from different terrains. You know, South Jersey, a lot, little more flat. You go up northern northern Jersey, you get into them hills, and then you get them to New York. You get them from the kind of the mountains, and 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 it's a lot of different terrain there. You know, so it all varies. Like I said, it's all depending on the type of the geographical area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the population of people, the houses that's built in a certain area. You know, saying so it seems like when there's a lot of houses built in the area, there's a lot of bigger bucks because they got a lot of places to hide where people can't get access to, hunters can't get access to, mm. and that's what. But when you have that, that creates, you know, that creates a, a wildlife problem for people in the neighborhood, which I think a lot of the people up there that needs to, they need to, um, you know, let these hunters come in there and do it the right way instead of having hiring a hiring a contractor to come in there to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Why waste tax dollars when you can hire uh, the hunters to come here and to do it and, 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 and make money? Exactly. Um, well, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but we're dealing with a huge. All right. In New York City, right, the five boroughs in New York City, hunting is not permitted whatsoever. But um, one of the boroughs, Staten Island, is an ex- is experiencing a huge, huge uh, uptick of the deer population out there. Um, and this has been going on over the last couple of years and mm-hmm. rather than allow you know hunters to buy tags and put money back into conservation um new york city de- tax dollars are going towards neutering these deers these deer that's and that, i just think that's just in that's just 
that's that's um, not ethical. I think no. I think it's not I, ethical, and um, it's just it's not common sense to me. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's it's just, it's kind of crazy how people think when you could put this money back into our economy, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just that just shows you, you know, what I'm saying that you know we have a systematic problem, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know we got to get it right, you know. And that's just part. That's just one part of the problem. To a lot of things we got, you know, we got a lot of worse things than that going. Yeah, that, that's very so, true. But, uh, but like I said, it's um, that's just all part of the problem, man. It, you know, I think I, I'm very familiar with this, this the Staten Island. I got some people that I know that um, hunt that area up there, and they tell me how the, you know, there are very there's big big deer there, big bucks there mm-hmm. that are um, that you that you can you can, you can get after, but you know, just finding the place to find a place to hunt you know and mm-hmm. like i said they need to open it up to their hunters and 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 put that some money back into the economy agreed now um to my listeners just for the record you heard trent cole he said it twice there are big bucks out here in new york <laughs> oh yes there <laughs> um, is because because i i a lot of times like i listen to other podcasts i listen to other people speak and pretty much uh the impression that i get is i'm not going to get a bit a big buck unless i head out west but um you know i'm saying i'm looking forward to like i haven't harvested a deer yet so i'm looking forward to you know getting one on trail cams and and then you know just just doing the thing this fall yeah and 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 like i said it just you know and oh yeah you'll meet people up there and that's the big thing when you got to just start meeting people uh network people like going to archery rank go to your local archery shop going there and Mm -hmm. practice shooting your bow you know and there's gonna be people. There's gonna be hunters in there, and you'll get to talking, and uh, you know, you'll, I mean, you'll you'll make friends with a lot of people, different people, and you got to go to these different uh, places, um, and, and and that's how you network. It's all networking, and mm-hmm. and, and that's how you get um, you get the opportunity for different things. You know, what I'm saying especially when it comes to hunting and fishing and all that stuff. Nice. Now, um, you said that whitetail basically. Is, uh, is a game that you really love to hunt but i know you're also uh, uh you know re- you're into turkey hunting as well um yeah. how's that been going for you uh well i gotta say this i had the worst year i ever had in my career <laughs> really <laughs> guys i didn't get one turkey this year i called oh, in wow. two different i called in two different turkeys and um people with didn't was they didn't have a shot and i could have killed I could have I could have killed the turkey myself because it was right in front of me, but mm-hmm. you know I, I you know I I brought them in to come come kill a turkey and that's what I was going to do and I and uh, I called it in and and you know that turkey is still living to this day. But uh, I have to say this, um, you know, we have a I mean we got more than enough turkeys over here and you probably know that everybody knows that yeah those they are everywhere and they're plentiful, but it was just a just a crazy year. Just a di- this year, whole year is different with the climate. Mm-hmm. I mean, not us not having a winter. I mean, it was just. Um, it, I think that had a lot to do with uh, with the hunting because these birds were not communicating. I mean, they were on a mm-hmm. roost, gobbling, coming off, hitting the ground, just locking up. So that means tells me that they already bred already. They bred because man, uh, it was warm. It was yeah. warm early on, so they, you know. The climate's kind of messed, got them messed up. Their clock got their clock messed up, so their clock, you know, got pushed forward. And pretty much, I mean, you know, it's, um, you know, they bred early, and when it came to hunt season, it was like pretty much over. 
Wow. It, for me, when when I went out the day I, I bagged my bird, I remember that morning was windy. I mean, crazy wind that morning. And um, we heard nothing for hours. And so, mind you, we were out there, um, you know, before sunup. And, um, you know, it was about like 5.30, 6 o'clock. And um, we really didn't hear any goblin until about 10, 10.30. Yes, that's what, correct. That's when I was yeah. hearing the goblin. I'll get a few gobbles here and there, but they were with hens. A lot of them, most of them are all hinned up. And the thing is, I, what, what got me is I didn't see much strutting at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, they were goblin, but they weren't strutting. It was just it was just weird. Like, it was just the end of their breeding, se- uh, the breeding season for them, and we caught the end of it. You know what I'm saying? The very end of it. You know what? Now that you, you mentioned it, I didn't see the my the Jake that I got. I didn't see him strut. And it's funny because a hen came through this rock wall um, from where we were at, and um, she went about her business. And these three Jakes came across the wall looking for this hen. But um, you know, yeah, like you said, none of them strutting, just just trying to figure out where the hen was, and and that was it. Yep, and then that was uh, it was. So it was just a really rough season for me. You know, I, I, I gotten close to a few birds just um, and, and like I say, it was just very, very tough. But, uh, you know, every season's different and hopefully, you know, it's better next year. Nice. So, you know what? Let's jump into let's jump real quick into um, basically your TV show. Like how mm-hmm. how that start? Like, all right. So you you come out of pro football um you're farming i mean you know you that's like your business venture you hunt um how did you decide what what brought you to deciding you know what i'm gonna put out my own content you know my own show and so on well it it started like i said it started from an early age you know you watching Mm -hmm. tom Miranda, dick buckus i mean i can go down the line roger raglan i mean that one of the guys i used to love he used to give me a just one of the shows I used to watch before I used to, when I was coming to hunt camp with my with my and with my family, um, mm-hmm. uh, watching Roger Raglan, man. I but uh, those are people who influenced me that, with the with the video thing. But um, but you know my family hunts. You know, my, my, a lot of my people, in my family hunt. And uh, you know as I got on early on when I got to the NFL, um, you know I was able to get some you know, some funds in my pocket and. I looked at my buddies and was like, "Hey guys, you know, you know, let's start. Let's start a television show. I started Pro Staff up, and we were pretty much doing it for fun. So I had got, I got a couple of cameras, you know, and, um, and we started filming. We started filming each other because we already had TV shows filming all around around us, and we had some mm-hmm. shows that had farms next to our farms, which was like we were looking at this like if they can do it, we can do it because we're hunting the same deer, okay." So we, you know, we picked up a camera and, you know, we learned a lot from it. You know, you learn a whole lot from the the production game of it. And that's how Co-Outdoor Productions began. And uh, it just grew from there like a wildfire. It just kept growing and growing and growing. And, um, and now we're, you know, we're still here going strong on national television. Uh, Aaron on the Sportsman Channel uh, this coming July, which is going to be with a new season of Blitz TV. We had probably one of our best seasons ever. Um uh, kill some some great deer um mm. and we just have overall just a, a a great season but uh that's how it really started man just uh, a couple buddies of mine and uh we we just took off with it and just grew and grew and grew you know we just kept doing it but like i said it takes a lot of work to do this so it takes a lot of work you gotta be dedicated to this it's gotta be you know this is my life 
this is my mm-hmm. life from day one. Like I live and breathe the, uh, you know, the outdoors and, 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 and make sure that I took care of business when it comes to work. So it was work first, play later, you know, then, so that was the thing. And, you know, like I said, with Blitz TV and co-outdoor production, it became a business because, you know, it just got so big and I just took off with it and just, okay, you know, we're just going to keep running with it. See, that's awesome. That's awesome. Because it, it, now, because I, I could only imagine, for me, it was difficult just to set up my iPhone, you know what I'm saying, to record. <laughs> and then I hear guys talk about, you know, they're doing their self-filming. So, like, when they're getting to, like, let's say, especially if they're mobile, you know what I'm saying, and they're using climbers instead of heading up into a stand. So now you're carrying not only your pack, your bow, your climber, but now camera equipment as well. You know what I'm yeah. So I can only imagine when you when you're doing like you know a TV show like yours, it's a lot of work and it's gonna take a lot of dedication, you know, mm-hmm. in order to get it done. So can I ask, um, out of your most recent season, is there a, a favorite hunt that you have? Um, I'm gonna say, um, hmm, I, I had a this past season. I had probably my best season I ever had. You know, I was able mm-hmm. to take down five bucks. Um, this past wow. season. Yeah, I mean from uh, from. Uh, Jersey, two in Jersey, um, uh, Ohio, Illinois, and Kentucky. And um, I'll have to say, um, man, it's 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 hard. I enjoy all. I, you know, I enjoy all of them. You know, what I'm saying it's just I love mm-hmm. being outdoors. You know, no matter if I if I harvest or not, I just love to. You know what I'm saying to be out there on the hunt and just enjoying God's creation. Uh, I mean, it's just. It's peaceful out there, man. It just makes you think and like it makes you appreciate life when you're sitting in that tree stand and you're just thinking like, man, this is like all the BS stop. It's just you out here. You know what I'm saying? There's probably other hunters way off somewhere out yonder. But <laughs> it's just knowing that you're just out there just enjoying um, just the peace and quiet and also just, uh, you know, uh, just enjoying the outdoors, man. I, I agree, As, especially the my most recent hunt, the turkey hunt. Um, it wasn't even about, you know, the kill, you know, bagging that turkey, like, cause we hiked for hours, you know what I'm saying? Tra- hitting the bo- hit, hit, yeah. Hitting the box call. Um, I mean, the best part was probably that first hour. Cause we were sitting at a, uh, at the base of a tree behind a stake blind for an hour before sunup. It was dope to just sit at that tree, just listen to the wind blow. Then as the sun was coming up, just hearing those, those woods just wake up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep, it just come alive. Bird. Yeah, exactly. First, it's like birds chirping. Then it's you hear the rustling of chipmunks and squirrels going yep. around, stuff like that. And you're like, dang, I'm like, this really is God's country. You yep. know what I'm saying? And um, so that's pretty cool. Yep. So it's uh, it's an, it's an very enjoyable, you know, and uh, you know, it's just not and, and like I said, it's uh, like I said, you, you're out there. I can tell you one thing, you know, you see you hiked the, you, it was a, you, you did a lot of hiking before you was able yeah. to harvest the bird. Oh, that just tells you something that, man, it takes a, takes discipline. It takes a, it, it takes a lot of work, like a lot, a lot of preparation to do, um, you know what I'm saying? To able to be successful out in the outdoors. And I, I do a lot of things in the off season. So, you know, it's 365 days for me. This is, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll, you'll understand now that this is going to be part of your life. This is your lifestyle. This is part of your lifestyle. You got to accept it because that's, it is what it is. This is what you, I can tell you, you probably times when you're at work or you're somewhere you're thinking about, man, where can I put my tree stand at? Where, where you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think about, you got to understand, I, like me, I'm, you know, I'm at a football game and you know, if, if, you know, 
if we're if we're actually if if the game's not going good, you know, there's times where I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? I got to bring myself back to to happy, you know, to make sure that I'm, I keep myself happy. So you know, I'm thinking about hunting or something, you know, what I'm sitting on a bench, like, okay, what am I going to stand at? Keep myself good and 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 keep rolling. So it just, you know, we have a place to turn everything off, and we have a place mm-hmm. to to go and it's therapy. It's, it's therapy for us. You know, we have we have something to shut, you know, saying shut everything off. Go do what we gotta do and refresh, reboot, and, and come back. Dude, you are absolutely right. Cause uh, you already know I'm a delivery driver for UPS. Yep. Some sometimes you know I have a crappy day because you know I dealt with a pissed off customer or something like that, or as you know driving somebody's cut me off in the road. I'm not gonna lie. I go to a place in my head where I'm like, all right, I start a mental checklist of the gear yes. that I have, gear that I might need. Then I have like yes. target dates that I know I want to head out to the, the public land and start scouting and, and realize, all right, what will I need when I get scout? And then, you know what? Like you said, it's like, woosa, brings me back to my happy place. And, it's, and I'm just like, and all I'm doing is I'm, uh, I'm building a mental picture of what my hunt is going to look like this fall. And, and you know what? Just It's kind of like, you know what they say? It's like you, you got to visualize it, you know, use visualization, visualize it so that way it can come into being. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. I t- I totally hear you. I hear it's like this: like you gotta visualize shooting when you when, when you practicing and shooting your bow, and mm-hmm. when you're not shooting your bow, you gotta visualize. You know what I'm saying? Visualize that animal coming in front of you. You know what I'm saying? There's times where I was I I, I do things to where you know what I'm saying before. If I know I'm going into purposely going into harvest uh, a trophy buck, I've been after and I've been seeing him on my 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 stuff trail cameras and all that stuff, uh, and I know that when I go in, I'm there's there's a big opportunity that this deer is going to present me a shot. You know what I'm saying? For me not to, you know what I'm saying, to get nervous before I'm going in there. I always, I visualize myself shooting, you know what I'm saying, that buck a hundred times. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm mean, leading up to that day. Cause you know, I'm waiting for the right wind. I'm waiting for the right, um, just the right elements for me to go in there to, and, and be able to have the best opportunity I could have to, to get the job done. Nice. I mean, that's, you know what, I, I think that's key in terms of um, just, uh, I guess, having just a strong mental game in terms of this, you know, saying it's to go out there knowing um, in advance what you're going to do. So that way, when that opportunity presents itself, it's while you may experience buck fever, you know, say I, I haven't experienced it yet. You can at least power through it and still get the job done. All right, so um, uh, I'm gonna round this out a little bit and ask you, you know, are are there anything? Is there anything that you know fans hunting wise can look forward to um, with you and your TV show? Um, I guess in the coming months, in the coming future, anything special going on? Yes, uh, we got a lot of things going up. You know, we got a lot of apparel line coming out, and as you know, I got um, we just um, got uh, up and running uh, Blitz TV Fishing. Uh, oh, really? Okay, yeah, a little while back, and. Uh, my guys that are on our, our, our pro staff are going to start hitting the, the, the tournaments, the FLW tournaments, um, the Toyota series and the Phoenix series, which I'll be in some of the Phoenix, uh, fishing some of the Phoenix series, like uh, uh, Sayuga, I think it's Sayuga up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sayuga Lake or something. Yeah. And Cayuga Lake, yeah, up there. Cayuga. Cayuga, yeah, Cayuga, yeah. yeah, Cayuga Lake. And uh, that's where I'll start my first BFL uh, as a rookie, actually. Um <laughs> <laughs> this year, yeah, As I'm back. I'm back to the rookie days um, this year. So, 
um, that's one big thing that uh, we got new with uh, with this Blitz TV uh, is the fishing side of things. We've added a fishing uh, sector to it. Always been asked about, hey, when are you gonna do fishing? When are you gonna over the years, <laughs> over the years? I'm like, man, and then it's just like you know, I finally got time. I retired from football, and um, I'm a big fisherman. I love the fish, and uh, I wanted to get back to um, you know fishing tournaments, and I am doing you know knocking stuff off the bucket list that I want to do and um, I'm pretty excited about it and also my rest of my my fellow pro staff guys and stuff they're they're excited about after all this COVID-19 stuff has been canceling all the tournaments and stuff mm. but uh, we've been practicing getting ready and uh, like I said this Saturday we're gonna hit the Ike Canelli Foundation Tournament mm. which was on the Chesapeake and that's a really big one it's a foundation for uh, you know uh, take a kid fishing uh, type ordeal where you know it helps kids get into the outdoors and and fishing and all that stuff and uh, put on by one of um you know the pros uh, Iconelli, mike Iconelli. um he um puts it on every year you know and mm-hmm. it, it, he does it does a lot of it, it's an impact to you know just to, just the kids throughout you know philadelphia jersey you name See, it you're, yeah. you're practicing what you preach because you yeah. said it starts it starts with the youth yep. you know what I'm saying so getting them outdoors so i appreciate you for that brother mm-hmm. all right um Anything, um, I guess, with uh, so Blitz TV fishing, how, can I ask, how do you think you're gonna feel being a rookie fisherman? You know, in these tournaments, like I'm now, not, I'm not, a, I'm not a rookie. I'm not a rookie. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a rookie for fishing in the FLW. You know, okay, okay, I've been fishing right. tournaments. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I, I, I've been, I've been fishing tournaments. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm a rookie. This will be my rookie start here for the FLW. You know, got and uh, got I'm pretty excited about that. But like I said, you know, there's a, you know, we got that stuff, and you know, we got Blitz TV and the TV show coming up. And you know, as you know, we're right now we're preparing for a new season right now, so we're filming and we're prepping uh, some of our farms. Uh, you know, with, with you know, just getting them prepared for you know for that for that moment, man. For that the moment of truth is when, hey, and and we just and when it's time, we just gotta get the job done when it's when, it, when it come time for that. Nice, nice. Listen, I mean, um, I got to, I got to tell you this. Um, uh, and I actually, I want to share this with the listeners. You know, what I'm saying, um, I got to say, I'm impressed. Um, with you, um, and just your your whole mentality with everything. Um, you know, our listeners don't know, but we got the opportunity to speak before this, and that conversation was very impactful for me. Like it hit home. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, you know, we discuss, you know, the, you know, uh, our country's current state of affairs and stuff like that. Um, we talked about, you know, how it uh, affects hunting, the hunting industry, the hunting community and such. Now, having spoken to you before this, speaking yep. to you now, while I did have knowledge of your show, yeah. because of what I got going on, I never had the opportunity to watch. Mm-hmm. But no lie, brother, I've, I'm going to get home tonight. And I will be watching your show because it's what you're doing um, in terms of because. All right. Let me put it this way. Last year, when I first got out there and wanted to hunt, there's very few brothers you see out there, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, what I'm saying hunting or even sharing yeah. it on social media. That's true. And there's there's even fewer brothers on on screen doing it. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes you wonder it turns to, it tends to happen sometimes in the. Um, let's say the acting community, someone who you see on stage and screen are totally different in person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
and sometimes I'd like to, regardless of what the genre is, whether it's music, movies, I like to, if I get the opportunity sometimes, if I'm not familiar with, you know, someone in their field, I like to hear them speak first. I like to hear them talk first, even if I don't get to speak to them. And sometimes that, um, what's the word I want to say? That encourages me to seek out their work. And right now, brother, like that talking to you yesterday, speaking to you now, um, it's your my my link was my son hasn't had the opportunity to watch anything hunting related on TV. Your show will be something that I will have to sit not sit down only by myself, but sit mm-hmm. down with him to watch to show him like I'm not the only black man hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, saying that there's yeah. guys like us, like yep. yourself on TV, um, you know, representing. Yep. And then that that brings up the you know the stereotype of uh, with hunting you know it's not about the color of your skin it, oh it's not it's, yeah it's all, it's all about what will you, what have you been taught what you have have what's what you've been in con who you've been in contact with that actually mm-hmm. hunts you know what I'm saying and but yep. like I said you know you look at the inner cities and stuff and and there's people that's never been in contact with people who hunt you know what I'm saying it's mm-hmm. it's it's all about you know who. Like I say, once again, it's all about being taught or being influenced by somebody um, when it comes to hunting. And like I said, there's a lot of guys I see, you know, of, of people of color like us um, that are getting into hunting now. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people that you're starting to see. Where, and lucky we have social media because now you can see that. You know, and like I said, it's a it's a great thing. It's a it's a good um, you know it's a great hobby to have or good sport to get to get into. Um, and like I've told you always, it, it makes great people. And a lot of them, I, I could probably speak for a lot of other hunters as well. They tell you, it makes great people, you know. And uh, like I said, there, there shouldn't be no stereotype on it, you know, man, because this is something that you have. There's nobody holding you back from getting into hunting, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's where people can't really, you can't judge it or you can't stereotype it because there's nobody holding you back from getting to, to you know, getting to this thing and get into the outdoors you know it's free for everybody anybody can get in this agreed agreed all right so then you know what on that note um i always like to ask my guests um what is one piece of advice that you feel like um young or old um every new hunter should know something that they should always keep in mind uh um i can say this you know like i always say you know uh, be safe out there, you know, uh, buy by the rules, make sure that, you know what I'm saying? Be outstanding outdoorsman, be, a, and, uh, take care of, the, uh, of, the, of your place that you hunt, you know, um, you know, keep a clean place. Um, and, 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 you know, like I said, we, we hunt every year, these same places and, and you gotta take, you gotta take pride in your place. And like I said, at the end of the day, it's pretty much all about safety with me, you know what I'm saying? And safety first. Got it. Thank you, man. Um, so uh, you mentioned a couple of places. Tell everybody where exactly one they could find you on social media, and uh, again, uh, share what channels that your show is on. Well, you want to check us out on. Um, you can check Blitz TV out on, on Instagram at um, at Blitz TV, and also um, you know on, check us out on Facebook at Blitz TV Show, and, and also you can find us on Twitter as well. Um, and also, if you want to check out Blitz TV Fishing, it's at Blitz TV Fishing. And uh, if you want to check out my personal page, it's at Colebuck58. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can check us out on our check our website out and find the times and dates of when our show is going to air here this coming July um, with our brand new season of Blitz TV, which we're very excited about. 
you know, so you want to see some some great whitetail action. Um, you know, guys, you know, where's a place to come to see from from the from the from the west to the east coast and the south and north, guys. You know, we we, we travel all over, and uh, you know, it's a lifestyle here at Blitz TV, and we are very excited and glad to be bringing another and, and another new season um, to the viewers and stuff. Nice. All right, man. Listen, thank you very much for taking, you know, taking the time, sit and talk with me Um, to my listeners. If there's one thing you guys take away from this podcast is to remember that hunting makes great people. You should turn that into a T-shirt, man. (laughs) (laughs) Or or, or hunting makes good people. How about that? Makes good people. Yes, I like hunting makes good people. people. I like that. All right. Thank you, man. Um, Thank you for everything. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Uh, you know, representing um, just hunting, representing everyone, representing good people in a positive light. You know what I'm saying? All right. You have a blessed one, man. You too. Thank you for having me, Cliff.